Hello, everyone, and welcome to She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered podcast. My name is Anisha Davis, and I am a minister of the gospel. I am here to bring you encouraging messages that will help you with everyday life. The messages are Christian-based, and they are truly uplifting for the soul. Again, I want to welcome you, and thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful journey to a healthy and prosperous life. Happy Friday, guys. My name is Anisha Davis, and I am the host of She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered podcast. I want to wish you all an awesome Friday. We're headed into the weekend, and I am so happy to be joining in with you today. We are going to be talking about tilting the ship, and it is a good one. I promise you it is a good one. You know, it's about helping us dealing with uneasiness and, you know, being confused or frustrated or angry you know, just helping us channel those emotions in the right, you know, placing them in the right place and making sure we are aware of our surroundings. And it's something that I dealt with, still deal with, and will continue to deal with as long as I'm in this earth and in this flesh. And I'm sure many of you will attest to it once you, you know, once I get deep into the podcast, but I pray that it blesses you and help you understand that Though it may seem big, it is minute and there's nothing too big for God to handle. You know, a lot of times we don't realize that our uneasiness can really affect our entire surroundings. You know, when we get upset, when we get angry, when we get frustrated, we can affect everything around us, whether it be on our jobs or in our household or our, you know, moments with our spouse or moments with our children or moments with that friend or that loved one when you're out and about, you know, when you become uneasy, when these different emotions take over you, it has the ability to affect our entire surroundings. Have you ever been in such a panic that you lose sight of the entire situation? Have you ever been in that type of panic where you, it's like, you know, most people will say it like when they get angry, they just see black. That's what I'm talking about. Or when you're so upset about something, you are discombobulated or you're, you know, it's hazy. Things start coming out. You may not may not have meant to say, but it has come out. You know, these are the things that I'm talking about. Well, here's what happened. And many, you know, of you, like I said, can attest to what I'm about to share. When I would find myself getting upset about something, people would know it because I would get so upset and so angry and whoever was around me would know it. And I was like a freight train coming through, unable to break. And sometimes I didn't even want to break. And thank God for, for for delivering me from, you know, being that type of individual. I'm so glad for the peace that he has brought into my life. And like I said, I do still have that uneasiness sometimes, but I'm glad that it doesn't get to the point of how I used to be. We all have a past. And if some of you may be dealing with that today, I don't want you to be, you know, condemned, but I pray that this message helps you because we don't want to be that freight train coming through, just plowing through and don't care who we are affecting. Don't care who's paying the price for our anger or our frustration or our confusion or when we black out. 
you know, not caring about how we may have hurt that individual or individuals or our surroundings. You know, we don't want to be that type of person. And, you know, that back then someone would have to pay either my children by getting yelled at, my friends from just not wanting to talk or snapping at them and they don't even know what's going on with me. My husband, me turning my back to him, not wanting to be bothered. That's just not the way to be. And when we're like that, like I said, we don't realize how bad we are shaking up things around us and causing people to, you know, back off or be in fear to even be around us or to even say anything to us. We do not want to be like that because you get like that and you're like, what I'm really coming from, you know, talking about is how the disciples reacted. When I say tilting the ship, I'm talking about how the disciples reacted when Jesus was resting on the boat, when they were in the middle of that storm and how they woke him up. And that's how we are when we get angry. And that's how we are when we lose sight of a situation and we just haul off and say things or do things or you know, treat someone unkind. This is how we act. We're bailing water. We're, you know, we're yelling at an individual, telling them, help me bail water. We're yelling at an individual and um, telling them we don't, or I'm telling my husband, I don't want to be bothered. That's a version of bailing water. I'm drowning here. The enemy has a hold on me and he's taking me under and I need someone to help me bail water. And you're going to feel it through my anger. You're going to feel it through my frustration. You're going to feel it through this blackout, this, this lashing out that I'm doing on an individual. And that is not what God desires for us. But we find ourselves doing these things. And through this confusion and hurt and frustration, we want the whole world to know. We're saying, listen up. And you're going to get, you know, you're going to take the wrath of what's going on with me right now because I'm drowning. And this is what we do. You know how a person can be out in the middle of the ocean drowning and they're fighting for their life? That's what we do. We're fighting for our life when we're bailing water. We're fighting for our life when we're screaming and yelling at individuals. And again, that's not what God desires for us. He desires for us to rest. He desires for us to sit at his feet, learn of the truth, and the truth will make us free in all those situations. But we we're yelling, I'm drowning. Don't you care about me? I need you to move in this situation. We tell God when we're angry and upset, I need you to move. That's what our behavior and our actions are doing at that point. We don't realize that, but that's what our behavior and our actions are doing at that point. We're pounding our fists at God and telling him, we need you to do something. We need you to do something now. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm uneasy. Things are not going out the way that I planned for them to go out. Things are not, the money is not coming in the way that I desire for the money to come in. My spouse is not acting and doing right by me. I need you to move. I need you to do something now. Don't you see that I'm drowning? I need you to bail water and help me bail water in this situation. Help me out of this situation. My job is doing a layoff. Lord, don't you see that I need this job? Don't you see I'm trying to keep a roof over my head? And that anger and that frustration is just bailing water and mad because Jesus is resting and God is is resting and he's not moved by that job shutting down on you because he knows that he is your God and he already has a next destination plan for you. But we don't see that uneasiness, frustration and anger. It robs us. 
it robs us blind. And we're so off focus and we're lashing out. And we don't even know that we're tilting the ship. And while others are resting in Christ and going along about their daily life, we come along and we tilt that ship, causing everything to slide to our side, everything to be in our favor. I need you to be mad with me at this individual. I need to be ups- I need you to be upset with me, Lord, about this situation. And we have shook up the whole ship, causing everything to be off balance. And when this happened in the world way of navigating, everyone jumps up and starts bailing water, sometimes even throwing things overboard to bring balance to keep the ship from capsizing. What do I mean by that? You're throwing that relationship overboard. You're throwing God's promises overboard. You're throwing that peaceful marriage overboard. You're throwing the love and relationship that you have with that child overboard because of the anger and frustration that we are feeling right now. Because of what we're going through right now, we have allowed that temporary situation to bring about a permanent effect on relationships that we have with one another. And that is not what God desire. That message that I'm speaking about with the disciples and Jesus Christ in the boat, that comes from Matthew chapter 8, verses 18, 18 through 27, if you want to go and read it. And when things get out of hand, Christ desires for us to rest, just like he desired for those disciples to rest in that situation. When it feels like all hope is gone, he wants us to rest. That is why it's so important for us to meditate constantly. When we get angry, he wants us to rest. It's okay to call on someone when you're feeling angry or confused or upset, but not to call and dump everything on them and wake them out of their rest in Christ to make them bail water with you because you're drowning. No, we are to confess our sins, our offenses. You're offended by what someone has said or what someone has done. You're offended by the fact that the job is closing on you. You're offended by the fact that your paycheck is short and you're not able to cover every need in your household at that moment. But God does not desire for you to call an individual and vent for them to get on your side. No, he desires for you to rest. He desires for you to trust and rely on and cling to him. We must be in a forgiving mode when someone does something to us. We must be in a mode of hope and expectation of good when things come about in our life. Also, We must desire for the individual that has offended us to find peace in Christ themselves. We must desire for the owner of the company that's having to shut down and do layoff to find peace in Christ themselves. When we pray for individuals, when we pray for situations that are coming up against us, we are bringing about the peace of God. I know it sounds crazy when I say that we should pray for those things. Of course it sounds crazy because Christ says what? He will use the foolish things to confound the wise. Anything or anyone who opposes God, that's the wise. Anything or anyone who opposes God, who opposes what God has for your life, who opposes what God, the path that God has you on, anything that comes in to try to destroy or distort or detour that, which is the enemy, amen? He used the foolish things to confound them. 
God loves us. He desires the best for us. Why? Because that is where he is. He is in the hidden things, the foolish things, and he desires the best for us. We must trust and learn how to lay things down at his feet. He does not desire for us to struggle. Amen. There's so much power in confession. When you spend time with God and you confess how you're feeling, when you're confessing that you're angry and that you're frustrated and that you're upset, he loves on us. He desires for us to lay our head in his bosom. Amen. With the disciples, they stood up, started screaming and yelling, but Christ was resting. Why was he resting? It wasn't a little drop of rain, guys. This was a hurricane. They were in the middle of the ocean. A storm was going on. You want to know why he was resting? Because he knew the promises that God had over his life. He knew that God said that he was to go to the cross. So in the midst of a ship in a hurricane, he had not went gone to the cross yet. So it had no bearing on the promises that he had, that God had for him. So he was able to rest in that hurricane. What am I saying? The same promises God had for Christ Jesus are the same promises he has for us. Take no thought what you should eat, the clothing on your back, the roof over your head. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Don't be angry. Don't be frustrated. Amen? Why? Because he has given us peace, peace that surpasses all comprehension. Not peace that the world gives, the peace that he gives to us. Amen? God loves us so much. And again, when we allow things to get us off focus, we are tilting that ship. And he does not desire for us to tilt that ship. He desires for us to rest. A boat will go under when you're tilting the ship. Remember that. Trust in God. Rely on God. Cling to God. Understand this one thing. It is only and I do mean only because of Jesus that that boat did not capsize. Not because they were bailing water, not because they were screaming, not because they were doing the work of getting the water out of the ship. Can you imagine bailing water out of a ship when a hurricane is going on? It is beyond. That is how God sees situations that we're in us trying to bail ourselves out of that situation, us angry and yelling and shouting because we're uneasy, us falling apart because that job is laying off, us falling apart because the finances are short, us falling apart because that child has gone astray. That is small. The work that we're doing, the effort that we're trying to make those things better, it pales in comparison to the huge thing that the enemy is trying to do in our life. He's trying to bring us to death. And because God is in our life, because he is in control, because the promises that he has over our life, because what he has promised us, he will do. Therefore, that situation that you're in right now, that uneasiness that you're feeling right now, that anger that you're feeling right now has no bearing on the promises that he has for your life. Amen. Don't be weary in your well-doing. Know that he's going to work things out for your good. And what you're suffering from right now, pale in comparison to the glory that he's going to work in us, through us. 
out into this world. Amen. I just wanted to share that with you all today. That you are a beacon of light. Don't let situations put your light out. Understand, again, it's only Jesus and Jesus alone that's able to deliver us out of the darkness into the light of every situation that we find ourselves in. We are that light. We need to go forth and shine that light so those that may be suffering from situations that we're no longer in, we become a beacon of light to them to draw them out of that situation of frustration, to draw them out of that situation of anger, to draw them out of that emotion of confusion. Amen. There's harmony, peace, and focus being displayed when we rest at the feet of Jesus. He loves us. He cares for us. He does not desire that we tilt the ship. He desires for us to curl up beside him and rest. I just wanted to share that with you. Let us all make an effort to stop tilting the ship because we are not the only ones on board. We have the ability, as long as we're in this earth, to affect someone or something. So let that be effect, be a good effect, an effect that brings light, an effect that showers love, an effect that empowers. Amen? Amen. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, guys. She Heard, She Believed, She Prospered will be a bi-weekly podcast where I discuss many topics supported by Bible passages and how they apply to everyday life. We believe in feeding the soul and uplifting the spirit with truth, truth that expresses the love of God. My hope is to share Christ in a way that will encourage you to believe and live the life God has predestined for you and me. Don't forget to visit us on Instagram at She Heard Believe prosper and on Facebook at SHSBSP.